Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about what to do when the body squeezes you into the mind. More to come on that and what that means in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so when we're going through life, we are experiencing things at a lot of different levels internally, which if we were to look at it at a gross level, we could chunk things down into two categories, the level of the mind and the level of the body. So what we're feeling in the physical experience and what we're feeling or sensing in the psychological experience. And I would make the argument that even deeper wisdom or spiritual wisdom still manifests itself through those two domains. It might just show up in a different way. And so when you're having a conversation, when someone cuts you off while you're driving, when something important happens at work, you're experiencing these things as stimuli and it's impacting this mind-body system that you inhabit. And it's always going to create some physical experience. Part of what it means to be an embodied human means that we are interacting with the world around us on a, uh, a physical level. We're going to feel the experience of what's happening around us. It's going to be emotions. It's going to be physical pain. Um, and so that's just part of what it means to be human. Now, the exchange or the relationship between the mind and the body has always been interesting to me. This is what I spent a lot of time looking at, you could even say studying in a particular way through direct experience uh, in meditation. Basically, any retreat I've done, including longer multi-month retreats, has just been a, a deep exploration into the interaction of the mind-body system maybe sensing the breath, which is a physical experience, and then noticing thoughts and ideas and judgments and stories and when the mind wanders, which is more of a mental mind experience, then coming back to body. And you just get to learn so much about how they interact. One of the things that became very clear in all of that, and uh, I've put different language on and has become more clear to me in recent months and years, is that when there is a lot of sensation on the physical level, when something is too intense to hold or feels too intense or uncomfortable in the body, it will squeeze us, metaphorically, up into the mind as a way of hiding from or moving away from the discomfort in the body. The mind is something that we can manipulate more and control and feel like we have some agency over, even if it's just like ruminating on something over and over and over, uh, or judging someone or saying, that's bad and I I'm going to stay over here. Like all of that can be a form of control. 
even a, a victim orientation, like, oh, I can't do anything about this. And we just stay in the thoughts of that, of this is my life, my life is always like that. That is a, a way of moving away from something that's inherently uncomfortable that we don't feel like we have any control over. Let's just say the, the feeling of betrayal or loss or pain, right? There's a wildness to that. You can't do anything about it. It's just, it's here. It's raw. It's showing up as a pure energy in the system. And because it's just there, it's just asking to be felt and experienced and seen. When that feels like too much, we go up into the mind. And that's where we can kind of like play with the joysticks and manipulate and do something with it and feel like we have some agency and relationship to it. And that's where we might take it into judgment, right? We feel this experience of just betrayal, the frequency of betrayal, which is so deep and so painful. And then instead of just staying with that, like drop down open and spacious with the rawness of that and letting it crack us open, we go into the mind and we get constricted and tight and go, bad, you're bad. I'm going to stay over here by myself. You're bad. How could you do this to me? Right? And it seems potentially more chaotic in the mind in that way. Uh, and it can seem like we're creating more torment for ourselves. And at a high level, we might even say, like, I hate doing that. But on another level, it's easier and safer to do that than to actually just be with the raw sensation, or it seems safer to do that. And this can be true of ruminative loops as well. There might be some underlying sense of unsafety or anxiety that we're feeling in relationship to something or toward our life in general. And it feels like too much to just hold and, and just simply feel the raw experience of that. And so then it brings us up into the mind and we might loop on something and loop about ourselves and why we're no good or some people are thinking this about us. And it, it, it's cyclical and has a pattern and it's just running the merry-go-round. And at the high level, that's the first thing we see typically and go, I hate doing that. But if you really pay attention to what's going on, we're often squeezing up into the mind as a protection from the discomfort in the body and just being with the raw, wild, unknown nature of presence with the truth of what's here. And the unfortunate thing is you can't truly alchemize and shift and transmute and heal certain experiences that, are, that have happened that are, are at the bodily level by just staying up and buffering through the mind. This is why a lot of talk therapy can be useful but incomplete because it kind of keeps you, it can keep you circulating uh, around the deeper thing. It just kind of keeps you in the thoughts about it and thinking about it differently but not realizing that all of that mental activity is often just a hideout for the underlying thing that we don't want to feel. And then when we start to make touch, make contact with that, touching it deeply, allowing ourselves to descend and going into that journey, then a lot of the, the psychological just begins to take care of itself. It's very interesting how that happens. 
And I do talk a lot about that in the Working With Thoughts course, by the way, for those of you um, who have taken that and want to go back to it. And those of you who haven't taken that, I'll put a link in the show notes for that for those who want to check it out. Um, it's at coreymiscara.com forward slash course. Um, and so there's just this super interesting relationship between mind and body. And it's really useful for us to be paying attention to and tracking how in the moments that we might be caught in judgment or rumination or loops or just really up in our minds, asking what's happening at the level of the body that being in the mind might be protecting me from or feel slightly easier than feeling or just what is the underlying emotion here beneath this mental activity and take that down, let yourself touch it, let yourself feel it, breathe with it and then notice what happens. Uh, you'll probably find that there's some wavering, some oscillation between the sensation and up into the mind. And when you see it squeeze up into the mind and the contraction, just see if you can relax back out, back down. What's the raw feeling here? And you'll you'll get to sense how there is a, a wildness to it. It's scary because it, it can't really be controlled. It's just here. The truth of it is already here. And when the mind doesn't like that, it wants to play, go back to the control panel. Uh, what do we do with this? What does this mean? How do we make this mean something better? Oh, they're bad, or I'm bad, or this is bad, or the world is bad. And these essentially become the, the patterns and the loops that run our lives if it's just happening unconsciously. So a huge first step is noticing it and dropping back down into the body. And even small moments of doing that are uh, hugely consequential in a positive way for shifting the course of these patterns and how they play out and really getting closer to the heart of the thing. It's, it's penetrating and powerful and I have deep respect for all of us who are taking that journey. So thanks for doing the work. Thanks for being a practicing human. Uh, I'm going to be doing a live masterclass on how to get unstuck, how to move stagnant energy and create more flow. This is coming up on Thursday, August 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern time. It will be live on Zoom, uh, but also recorded, so you do not need to attend live. Uh, this is part of the Practicing Human membership. Uh, so. Um, everyone who's a member will automatically get access. And if you haven't yet signed up for that, you can sign up. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, and you can learn more about the class and then how to sign up at coreymiscara.com forward slash masterclass. When you do sign up, you'll also get immediate access to the inner alignment masterclass that happened last week, 25 uh, daily video coaching teachings, the library of meditations and audio courses and more. So, be sure to check that out and would love to have you at the masterclass, either there or on the recording. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care.